0: Welcome to a new episode of What No One Tells You. I'm Chris.
1: I'm Sarah. I think y'all probably know that. but
0: Hopefully. And if you're watching the video podcast, I apologize. It is it's like 90 something degrees. I haven't shaved. I've got a hat on. Me but, either. I
1: haven't. I
0: haven't. But we have to do a podcast. We haven't showered today.
1: We showered yesterday, but you'd never know just because... It's hot, 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 which is the inspiration behind today's topic, which is preparing for fall and fall activities, but we are still in Oregon. This is our last week in Oregon for a while. Yeah. Um, Heading, we're not going to say where we're heading next, but we're heading. You'll be a surprise. Yeah. We're heading somewhere else this week, Uh, but... It's hot here. It's, I think we've said that in the last episodes we filmed here. It's like 90 something degrees. There's a heat advisory out.
0: Yeah. And just to catch everybody up, we were here in Oregon Mm -hmm. and then we had to fly home. We did a quick trip to Guatemala, which we just released a video. We didn't. You did. You have to
1: go watch that, the Guatemala video. yeah,
0: Yeah, you do. And then we did that. We were in Tennessee for another week and then now we flew back out to be in our truck. And so we are currently still in Oregon, mm-hmm. which is great. It's great to be here. It's just really hot. And I was <laughs> I was just hoping that it was going to be a little cooler.
1: Yeah, we keep saying it's hot because we do look like it's, it's hot. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because, you know, it's so dry here that when you sweat, you don't actually sweat. It just evaporates off. Oops. Just evaporates off. So I'm just salty and grimy, but I'm not... I just look rough, but I'm not sweaty. Anyway, enough about our sweating you're, habits. You're giving
0: a lot of good details to the listeners right now. <laughs>
1: we <lot>. look rough. <laughs> this is well, life in a truck again. <laughs>
0: so before we jump fully into this episode, I do want to do a couple of like house clean, cleaning items. Because previously, if you have been listening to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, thank you so much for your reviews and ratings. We really appreciate those. Yes,
1: thank you. You have no idea how much those help.
0: Yeah. And so, but if you've been watching this on YouTube, you know that it's been on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash Chris Sarah. We were doing this as an experiment and now we've decided we're going to split the channel up. Yeah. And so we're moving all of our podcast episodes over to what no one tells you on YouTube. And if you go to Chris and Sarah, you can still, it's one of the featured channels. You can yeah. click it. So
1: yeah, so you can still find it through our channel, but our podcast episodes are going to be uploaded to an entirely different channel now. Reasoning behind that is that it's it, this was always going to be an experiment, like with YouTube. We knew we wanted to do the podcast, but from the get-go, it was an experiment of where should it live. We even polled you guys, like, same channel, different channel. We've seen a lot of different creators do one or the other. Um, but it, we decided to go ahead and give it a go on our own channel. Unfortunately, because there's a smaller audience for podcasting versus videos— it is killing our analytics from a business side of things so it's kind of hurting us with getting like brand deals and stuff which i know it sounds kind of superficial but it's true it does hurt you on a business side um so we have made the hard decision to go ahead and pull it off into a separate channel we're not Mm -hmm. quitting we're not slowing down but
0: we enjoy doing this
1: we love doing this but we it is going to live on a separate channel now so you will not be seeing the youtube Podcast episodes on Chris and Sarah. They will be on What No One
0: Tells You. Yeah. But if you've been listening on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you're listening to, nothing changes. What it's, is Stitcher? It's, it's like, it's an audio platform. I mean, oh, people, so
1: many of them. people
0: listen to podcasts on it.
1: People ask us, are you on so-and-so platform? And I have to go, I don't, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many <laughs> podcast platforms. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get right into today's topic.
0: Which is Fall. Or better yet, it's the best national parks to visit in the fall.
1: Well, it can just be all encompassing of where we love going when the cooler weather hits. I, so this week I actually wrote a blog post for our website and our blog. If you guys don't know, we have a travel blog too. So we have travel guides, that kind of thing. And one of the ones I wrote this week was about 14 national parks to visit in October. Mm. I think the inspiration for that came from the fact that it's really hot. And don't get me wrong, I love the hot weather. I really, truly do. I don't like when the weather turns cold. But sitting in a camper right now, it's kind of, you're sort of dreaming about, you know, it'd be nice not to be baking in the truck, which is it why would we just be, <laughs> decided well, to talk about
0: and this. And it's already August. You know, we are know. in the eighth month of this year. And we're like
1: mid-August mid August already. How did that happen? you are
0: mid August. And so. If you're like us, you probably should plan for your October, you know, or you should try to have something on the books, you know, two months out. So yeah. this is a good, hey, get your ducks in a row. Where are you going to go? Well, we've got you covered.
1: So these are just the national parks that we think would be best to visit in the fall, partially for colors, partially just because they are going to be lighter crowds. It could be a really cool chance to experience it. But we'll also talk about maybe like other destinations or other places to experience fall. Mm, All right. Yes. So, first park on the list. It's a list of 14 parks. Number one, you're going to be excited about this one. I'm not going to show you the list.
0: Number one? Is it Acadia? Acadia <gasps> National Park. Oh, that's one of Chris's favorites. I love that national park. Acadia is just so beautiful. It's against the coast. It's, I don't know, in the fall time up in New England, that's perfect. I mean, that's Gilmore Girls weather, right? I mean, I mean, it is Gilmore
1: just, Girls weather. You're out.
0: Um, no, nope. no people, are tu- people are tuning off now. Yeah, so Acadia, I love that national park because it's kind of low-key.
1: It is so low-key, and it's pretty dog-friendly too, but it's, it is perfect fall weather. We've only ever been there in the fall, I think once in September, once in October. It's so moody in the fall, but you're right. The rocky, jagged coasts, the little lighthouses, there's good lobster and crab to eat. I mean, it is just... It's a it's a fall destination for sure, and mm-hmm. especially if you're heading into like, uh, many people either fly or drive through Portland, Maine, on the way up to Acadia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Portland's an awesome little town. Uh, so if you're starting in Portland, Maine, you can take Highway One up the coast up to Acadia. Mm-hmm. You can go through places like uh, Rockport, Camden. Oh yeah, the most picture perfect little small towns on earth. Such a beautiful drive. So th- I think Maine is our number one recommendation for fall time.
0: Maine. It's just perfect. The leaves changing up there. Sarah's right. It is moody. But, you know, at the time, a lot of times we'll be traveling through Massachusetts and the people, you know, going through Boston can be a little (laughs) hectic and a little frustrating and, you know, a little gruff, a little gruff. And then you get to Maine and these people are just like angels. They're just like really nice people. Kind. Very kind.
1: Yeah. It's a much more low key state for being New England. But I think that's how most states are. You know, once you get out of the urban areas, everybody's very laid back. It's Mm -hmm. like Southern hospitality, but not in the South kind of thing. You know, people Mm -hmm. are just more chill about things. But Maine especially. Maine is beautiful. You can go see a moose.
0: Go see a moose. eat
1: some lobster. Did you know they produce 95% of the world's blueberries? Or the country's blueberries? The country's. Yeah, maybe not the world's. So no. I guess it's the U.S.'s blueberries. Man.
0: Yeah, you can't go wrong in Maine. And if you really want, you can go to where Forrest Gump ran to the lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, that was there, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, one of his lighthouses is there. Hmm. So Acadia. If you guys haven't been to Acadia, highly recommend that. It is a little bit of a jaunt to get to. I mean, many natural, national parks are, but if you're in New York, it's only a you know, four or five hour drive. Yeah. It's well it's worth. totally worth the experience because well it. it is hard to beat Maine in the fall. All right, number two. Do you have any guesses? I'm not going to make you guess. There's like 50-something national parks. you could be here forever if I oh, make you yeah. guess. Okay, number two, Grand Teton National Park.
0: Oh, for the fall?
1: I think that would be a really good one in the fall.
0: Mm. I really Why? do.
1: Um, okay, so crowds are really heavy in Teton. You've got ski season up in Jackson Hole, and then you've got – Peak summer season, but fall and spring are gonna be your shoulder seasons. Mm -hmm. They always are, especially in national parks. Well, for most national parks, but that's gonna be the quietest time to experience Jackson Hole. And you also get the beautiful fall colors, you get the crisp blue sky mornings. Wildlife is very active as it's getting ready because some's going to hibernation. So you've got the colors, you've got the bright blue sky, and you've got, I mean, the jagged mountains, it's air is crisp, but just I don't know. It. I think that would be the perfect time to experience Grand Teton, mm-hmm. the elk rut in the fall too. Oh, so that's a different thing if you can catch the elk doing that. Yeah, wildlife is a different kind of act of That kind of year, time of year. Um, I guess bears are getting ready to go into hibernation. Yeah, just a different overall feel.
0: Yeah, and I think I think you said this, but it's it's on the shoulder season, mm-hmm. so the crowds are probably not as a much. Lighter. A yeah. lot lighter now. There are some parks where they're going to be. A lot more people, right? Yeah,
1: some of these some of these parks will probably be busy. Not maybe not their busiest. I think every park is gonna have their peak season in the summer. I'd Mm -hmm. say probably even Death Valley. (laughs) Like it's just when everybody's out of school. But some of these in October are gonna be busier than others. Like I'd say Acadia is probably gonna be far busier in the fall than it would be in the spring, whereas Teton's gonna be about the same. These are just my guesses. Mm -hmm. Um just for Well and that's what we've experienced too. Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, so, I think Teton would be a really great one. Teton then, would be a good one. Bonus if you can hunt down some like, hot springs in the area as the weather uh, starts to get cold. You know, there's so many thermals in that area. Yeah. Very active. Maybe combine it with Yellowstone. I don't think I put Yellowstone on this list, no. but it's like what, 30 minutes from Grand Teton? Yeah, it's I mean, so you close. can dip
0: down there if you really want to.
1: Number three, Zion National Park.
0: We've only been to Zion once, and I absolutely loved our time there.
1: And I I was going to say we were there in October, but we weren't. We were actually there like November 4th or something. We were barely there in November. And the fall colors were kind of ending. Like, they were already peaked, I feel like. but
0: It was still beautiful.
1: Oh, it's gorgeous. Like, the red rocks of Zion. If you don't know what Zion is, it's a national park in Utah. And Utah has these famously orangey rocks. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. But then you have these bright yellow trees next to the the rocks and it was stunning I mean we'll put a couple of pictures on the screen for watching the video one um but beautiful 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 place and I did not expect the desert to have fall colors but then we showed up and it was stunning
0: yeah it was and the weather the climate during that time I mean it was cold in the morning yeah chilly but morning. then it warmed up pretty pretty nicely yeah pretty nicely like you, you layer you take we your sat layers on off patio at lunch yeah it yeah. was great yeah i want to do zion again i think that that's a really great national park we
1: want to do the narrows there which it was mm. we only had time for either angels landing or the narrows and this is before angels landing required a permit which is a whole other thing if you want to do the angels landing hike highly recommend look into the lot look into the permitting system for it um, definitely worth the time but you can you can do both you can do the narrows and angels landing but the narrows we haven't gotten to do you kind of like put on these waders and wade through really ice cold water. Mm. And I, I want to go back and do that one. But
0: yeah.
1: Zion's beautiful, relatively it's smart, small park though. Yeah.
0: Really small, but it's breathtaking. It, it is really is. It's really
1: beautiful driving through the valley floor. I cannot recommend that enough. And it's not, it's not too terrible to get to either. Um, It's like what, 30 minutes outside of St. George, Utah, which yeah. is only two or three hours from Vegas. So Zion, I think do Zion. I didn't put any of the other, no, I did put one other part from Utah on this list I think yes I did
0: can I guess yeah is it Arches Arches
1: yeah we actually <laughs> haven't been to the other ones this is the only two we've ever been to in Utah and so I couldn't, didn't feel like I could speak to the other ones on this list uh, or I didn't feel like I could speak to the other ones in Utah since we hadn't actually been there but they're all the all the national parks in Utah are pretty easy to get to you can go from one to the next to the next to the next pretty easily so if you want to make an entire road trip totally do mm-hmm. all of the Utah parks at one time. Yeah. I think that's a that's what I would recommend. I yeah. I don't know how we haven't. We've just kind of like always like dipped in from the south, dipped in from the north. Yeah. We've always missed the three in the middle.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the weather there, in that part of the the country during that time, it's just going to be dry. There's not going to be a lot of rain mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, when you go up to the northeast, you do have to battle with rain. Mm-hmm. Like you have to battle with bad weather.
1: Yeah, for sure. But it can if you wait too long to go in the air, Zion and the other parks in Utah can get snow ice. In fact, some of these hikes you have to wear like crampons, like little spikes in your feet because mm-hmm. it gets so icy. So you don't want to go too late unless that's your thing. Yeah. It's not our thing. <laughs> all right, moving on. So we've gotten, we've done Acadia, Grand Teton, Zion. I didn't put it in the first menu, so I missed it. But all right, another one um, Shenandoah National Park.
0: Oh, that's sort of close to our home base
1: yeah Shenandoah well we say it's close like geographically like as the bird flies it doesn't look that far but it takes forever to get there it does
0: take it is in the middle of almost nowhere I mean
1: seven hours from us or something yeah
0: yeah and it's it's a park that it doesn't get a lot of hype Mm -hmm. a a lot of people on the east coast kind of pass through it and you glance at the sign but for fall I that's a good one for the fall
1: good fall colors in Virginia Virginia is beautiful especially in October. Um, yeah, drive the the route through Shenandoah. I'd say even continue down take the Blue Ridge Parkway up down to Asheville. Mm-hmm. you can connect the two. beautiful route. I would say that that would be one of if we were, I'm not this is not like these are not in order of like what we think would be best besides maybe Acadia mm-hmm. um, these are just like random order that I just brainstormed when I was writing this blog post. but I think that would be one of the best fall road trips you could possibly take yeah just through Virginia North Carolina
0: yeah and if you're doing the Blue Ridge Parkway I mean that's a really patient drive like you're not it's very slow you're not getting anywhere fast Mm -mm. and you can enjoy the scenery and then by that time you're actually connecting to another pretty big national park
1: go ahead and lead into that one because that one is on the list too (laughs) which is
0: Great Smoky Mountain National Park
1: Great Smoky Mountain National Park. So this is the one that's in our backyard. Oh, yeah. Pretty close to us. That is very
0: close. And it's is it the most visited?
1: The most visited national park in America. But that's because, I don't remember the exact number, but there's so many millions of people that live within, like, a four- or five-hour drive of Mm -hmm. Smoky Mountains. It's right next to Gatlinburg, which a lot of tourists visit. Gatlinburg, you know, Pigeon Forge, that whole thing. So the park, like, lines up next to it. So you get a lot of pastors. It is busy like is it is bu- really I mean, busy
0: the world's largest bucky's just opened there it
1: did open there i mean they like <laughs> met their demographic people went nuts for it <laughs> oh my gosh we haven't been to it yet we saw it we saw it's it unfinished so, yeah, recently. We saw it. But, but smoky mountains is beautiful i that's another one of those like iconic road trips much shorter mm-hmm. but great smoky mountains is home to kate's cove
0: mm. It was, I, I feel like I keep saying it was beautiful when we visited, but mm-hmm. the fall time here, I, I understand why I, I would say it's probably the busiest time. Oh, for, hands down. Cades
1: yeah. Cove, they, they call it Cove Rage, like instead of Road Rage, Ooh. because it's a, what is it, a 13 mile loop around yeah. Cades Cove, which is a, a part of Smoky, Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And I think it's probably the most famous besides maybe Clingman's Dome, which is the tallest point. Yeah. Um, It's this beautiful valley where there used to be a lot of. People used to live there. Nobody lives there anymore, but you can still see like cabins. Yeah. There's old cemeteries, but there's just these beautiful little. <sighs> the Smokies are so different than places like Teton because they are just, the mountains are soft, they're really gentle, and the colors there are just stunning. But it is busy,
0: busy. in the fall. What I would suggest either get there very early mm-hmm. and do that loop or get a bicycle. Yes get a bicycle and ride that loop because while everybody's stuck in traffic and they can't get out, you can pass them.
1: Yeah. And there are certain days that they actually close down Cades Cove or part of days. I need to fact check this again. I have a whole blog post on it, but it's been so long since I wrote, I can't remember when bike days are, but you can actually go in there and bike without cars on the road mm-hmm. for certain days. But it, it, that would be the best way. But if you're not in a cyclist or anything like that, you can rent bikes there. if yeah. You don't have one, yeah. but if you would rather drive, you can walk it, you can bike it, or you can drive it. Driving, we got there before the gates even opened to go to Cadesco. We went during the week mm-hmm. trying to keep the crowds down. We went in October. It was, like, on Wednesday morning. I Say gates opened at 8. I don't remember what time they opened, but we were in line at least an hour before that. We couldn't even see the gate. We were so far back yeah. in line to get in. Crazy busy, and then you're going around this loop. It's 13 miles, and it takes... It took us hours to get around this loop. Hours. And you're literally in standstill, bumper to bumper traffic. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But
0: it is slow. It's very slow. And I would suggest if you're coming in from the Gatlinburg side, like if you go into the park, you stay in the park. Like once you leave the park and go back to Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge, yeah, I would say call your day yeah. because you're going to be stuck in line all now. There is a back way. Oh
1: my gosh. I just remembered when we were there. Do you remember what happened that day?
0: It was when we were signing for our house.
1: Oh, I forgot. That's why you're saying that. Yeah. yeah this is completely off topic. And we were, this is one of those things that happens behind the scene. We didn't actually make a video of our time in Cades Cove just because we were there enjoying it. Like we just, I don't remember. It was just a crazy season. It was mm-hmm. during COVID and we just, it was 2020. So like we just weren't filming, but, um, we went in to do K's Cove in the morning, and then our real estate agent called us, and we had to leave the park to go get better sell signal, and we had to go to Cracker Barrel. It was the first thing we could get to yeah. outside of the park. We stopped at Cracker Barrel, and like the appraisal came back from the inspector, or the appraiser came back, and it was like, oh, your house appraised for less than what you put an offer in on. The number was wrong. They were Anyway, it was this crazy, like, oh, I forgot. That's why we were so stressed about getting yeah. in and out of the park that yeah.
0: day. Yeah, and so once we left the park, we were like, well, we're done, because the it was... I think it was probably an hour, hour and a half wait just to get inside the park. bad. Yeah, it you're right. It was really bad. Because
1: you're right. We came in from like Chattanooga the first time we went yeah. in. And that's why you're saying that because that is a better way to go into Cates Cove, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, it is because you don't have to deal with all the congestion of mm-hmm. Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. So of if you're coming in from the Chattanooga side of Tennessee, you may be able to get inside the park a little faster.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Another tip that you could do is you can camp there. There's a campground in Caves Cove. Mm. Um, I I can't say what the reservation system's like. I don't know. We've never camped there. But my guess is that they probably accept reservations for peak season especially. So maybe look into that if you can snag one. Because that would be the best way to experience it. Maybe see more of the bears. Because Smoky Mountains does have a lot of bears. A lot of
0: bears. I I mean, that's... That's their mascot, a the bear. There's
1: so many bears there. <laughs> anyway, we've talked a lot about Smoky Mountains. We'll move on to the next one, but that's a really iconic one. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Grand Canyon.
0: Ooh, for the fall?
1: I thought that would be great. We've been there, but it was June or July. We haven't been there in the fall. It's
0: probably great weather-wise. You, mm-hmm. The sun's not beating down on you as much, and the crowd's... For the Grand Canyon, I guarantee you the crowds are less than what they would be in the summer.
1: Yeah, and if you don't know, Grand Canyon, another one of those places in the desert that before I started going out west more often, I didn't realize the desert got snow, Mm -hmm. which blows my mind. But it does, especially the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Um, And if you don't know the Grand Canyon, there's a north rim and south rim. And most people visit the south rim. But you can visit either or, but it takes hours to get from one side to the other. I think it's like four or five hours. And there is a shuttle that you can take, Yeah. but it takes a long time yeah. to get from one to the other. So the north side of the rim, north side of the Grand Canyon gets a lot more snow than the south side. Um, I think that'd be a great place to visit in October. Lighter crowds. Days are shorter, which is the only downside. Yeah. If you're going to go hike down into the King, and it gives you less hours of daylight. So you'll have to go prepared. Yeah. But-
0: and you'll want to watch the shuttle time because if yeah. you decide to go to the other side of the the canyon and you're like okay i, I saw it. i'm ready to go back to the other side you may miss your shuttle and you're stuck like, you're
1: stuck in the middle of nowhere yeah like, you are legit the middle of nowhere <laughs> there's nothing out there oh man yeah but yeah if you want to do like rim to rim that's something we would love to do is mm-hmm. you know go, you go from one end of the grand canyon to the other some people do rim to rim to rim which is mm-hmm. you go across the grand canyon and then back across all in one day that might be a little ambitious for me but rim to rim we could do that one day but you have to have good weather. You don't want it to be so hot that you're down in the yeah. middle of the canyon and it's a 1,000 degrees and limited water. Well,
0: and you don't want it to be so cold either because if it, yeah. it gets cold at the bottom Very of the canyon. Cool.
1: Especially if you're starting before sunrise or something. Yeah. You get icy. So I think October is definitely one of those times that would be great for the Grand Canyon. I think crowds light. Yeah, good weather. Um I want to go back.
0: Yeah, we need to do the Grand Canyon. We need to go back. Yeah. The last time I was at the Grand Canyon, I wasn't prepared for it. And I want to be prepared for it. We
1: didn't have hiking gear or anything like that. and We were definitely in, like, our street run shoes. Well,
0: it was, like, right when me personally, like, I was getting into the outdoor, you know, uh, lifestyle. And so I wasn't, I thought... I could handle it with just a normal pair of shoes or not even a normal pair of shoes, but yeah. In
1: our defense, we were only there for like a day or two because it was just a small stop on a larger trip to Phoenix and Vegas. Like it was a longer road trip. So oh yeah, when you go back and do Green Canyon, Yeah, I would like to do that. Yeah. Okay. October, maybe we go with this October. Maybe I don't know. we
0: should. We've got to go back east at some point. That's south. That's oh. not east. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, next one. Rocky Mountain National Park.
0: That would be beautiful in the fall.
1: The Rocky Mountains are famous for, like, the Aspens, right? Aspens, yes. <laughs> I was thinking about larches and Aspens, but it's the Aspens in Colorado, yeah. Aspen, Colorado. Yeah, they turn that really vibrant yellow, and i mm-hmm. I'm, if my understanding is correct, it's a quick season. Like, they turn yellow, and then You're that done. window's over. Like, it's yeah. gone. They fall off the trees pretty fast. But, yeah, Colorado, I think Rocky Mountain would be really nice for the beautiful, vibrant colors. Um, a lot of wildlife we saw so many moose when we were in Rocky Mountain. So
0: many. We saw a lot of wildlife
1: lot. In, in
0: Colorado. A lot more than a lot of other national parks we've been to.
1: Yeah, oddly enough. Yeah. I don't know if we saw any bear. Did we see... Oh, did we see bears?
0: We, I don't we think we saw... We saw marmots, b- which yeah. were I
1: don't, you know, absolutely adorable. I wanted a marmot for Kramer to have a little brother, but Chris said no. But there were good, like tons of moose, like wading in the lake yeah. and the morning sunrise. So beautiful. I
0: the keys to get there early right at sunrise that's like the
1: key for every national park
0: yeah that is the key and a lot of people don't want to do that and they wait till 10 a.m 11 a.m to go inside the park and by then you everybody has gone to sleep or hiding you know and it's the rocky mountain national park that road that goes through the park Mm -hmm. that would be a beautiful drive to see the just all the different colors of the leaves
1: yeah but you want to make sure you don't go too late for that one either because it's so high up in elevation what is it like the highest elevation highway in the lower 48 or something like that it's like over eight or nine thousand feet high up i mean it gets really high up so it'll freeze and get snow early on yeah so you don't want to go too late but i think october would be really pretty like i i remember we watched sunrise over a lake with the moose wading through it and it was like beautiful crisp and a little bit of fog and I think it'd be even more amazing with some fall color in there. Mm-hmm. Take a yeah. take your coffee down by the lake. They have That's little right. benches to watch. Man, really pretty.
0: What was that plate? with that town right before the park? Estes Park? Estes Park. They've got a great cinnamon roll there. Oh, they do have the cinnamon roll. <laughs> That's reason enough to go.
1: <laughs> and it's funny cuz we pulled, put that in our video and everybody's like, "I had that cinnamon roll too. It's so good." <laughs> Who knew? All right. Next one up. Voyager's National Park.
0: I'm going to be honest, I have no idea where this is
1: at. I want to admit something. There are three parks on this list we have never been to. Mm. But we've been to these areas of the country. And I put them on the list because I feel like I could say it with confidence. I don't usually like to write about things unless I've been there. But I feel like I could say with confidence, these would be really cool parks to go to. Because, mm. like, this next one, I've been to this area of the country before. And the fall colors are amazing. Um, and it's on the water. It just be a cool place to experience. So the next one is called Voyagers National Park.
0: I I have no idea where this is at, Sarah.
1: It's in Minnesota, so northern Minnesota. Oh, okay. It's on the waterways, uh, good canoeing, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Minnesota is actually a state. So Chris and I say we met cycling across America, but before we actually started cycling across America, our we were team leaders on this cycling trip. We had to meet in Minnesota, so we actually technically met in Minnesota. That's
0: right. Who knew thousand. that we'd be
1: back in Minnesota so often? I know,
0: a land of ten thousand lakes. <laughs> land
1: of thousands of lakes. I don't know what their <laughs> slogan is. But they do have a ton of lakes. Water is a huge part of the culture in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, those yeah. people. Those people in Minnesota are crazy, and I, I will go on record and say that because they, they are. Have, they have the beautiful water in the summer, and then the fall time they don't really get to utilize the water in the fall or springtime, but the winter time they're out walking on the lakes because it's just ice yeah. and it's just mind-boggling to well,
1: me so you said they don't utilize it in the fall but actually voyagers one of the best things to do is to get on the water and canoe so or any sort of boat so you can do that um i think that'd be a great way to do it but like you said it does get cold mm-hmm. so you don't want to go too late you have to keep an eye on the weather that's the hard thing about these shoulder seasons is in mean, one week it could be 80 and beautiful and the next week it could be snowing yeah. in these places that's just the yeah. the constant like risk you're taking and going to a national park in the shoulder season especially somewhere this far north, like northern Minnesota, like close to Canada, way up there, but Voyager's National Park. Yep. All right, and the next one on the list is another one we haven't been to, and it's right up there in the same area.
0: Is it? Is it the one in Michigan?
1: It is. Isle Royale National Park.
0: Nobody goes to that national park. It is the
1: least visited national park in all of the USA. Like, it blows my mind that this little island in Michigan is less visited than somebody being dropped off by a... <laughs> Cessna plane in the middle of the tundra of Alaska with grizzly bears. Like, more people do that. pay thousands, and thousands of dollars every year to go get dropped off in the wilderness versus going, taking the ferry to this one little island in Michigan. Nobody goes up there.
0: Yeah. I, we need to change that. I mean, I, we've never been, but we, we. I've
1: been to the UP, which is where it's at. I have yeah. family up there, but you've never been up there. I've far, never been you? up there.
0: Yeah. No, I've it, ne- it
1: is the other side of
0: the world. It's, is. is it farther than Alaska or like when it you're feels a- like it
1: <laughs> it's out there I mean you so like you know if you've ever looked at a map like you got the lower Peninsula of Michigan which is the mitten oh do the, the hand the, do the I hand. hand hold the hand up yeah. it's like if you meet somebody from Michigan you hold up your hand and you're like where are you from they hold it up and they point to the glove and they're like here yeah. But the people in the UP have to go like hey, up here yeah the,
0: the people in the UP don't use a hand they <laughs> have to use a second hand <laughs> <laughs> it's true
1: so it's on like Lake Superior the island is It's way up in Michigan. Like, you get to Detroit, and you have to keep going. Like, you are 12 hours from getting to this national park, at least, I think. Um, In fact, I think the fastest way is to go through Wisconsin. You don't even go through Michigan. Mm. But you have to take a ferry out to it. The island is – it's got really beautiful coastlines, is my understanding. Like I said, I haven't been there. But um, the Lake Superior coastlines in general are really rocky, and Lake Superior is more like an ocean. I mean, there have been so many shipwrecks there. It's really – kind of frightening waters they're cold they're mm. deep and they're turbulent um but the island itself you can camp on it you can just go for the day you can stay overnight you can fly in you can take the ferry in you, i think there's a chartered flights so you can get out of um like houghton or hancock which is up in the up of michigan um and then you get to the island and there's a lot of wildlife so there's the two animals i've heard kind of i don't want to say battle it out but there's definitely like this tension between the two and it's wolves and moose. There's a lot of wolves and moose on this island. So sometimes you get to see the interaction of the two. I don't know if I want
0: to see that interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, moose are scary. Sc- but
1: wolves are scarier, I think.
0: I mean, Kramer can take a wolf. Right. No, <laughs> not really. So
1: Isle Royal National Park. I think that's one that a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah. And it's one that we've wanted to get to. But like I said, it's so far. I'm
0: sure, I'm sure the fall colors mm-hmm. are beautiful up in that area. They are. Yeah. they are
1: for sure. Yeah. All right. Next one arches national park
0: arches national park i love arches because it's home to indiana jones and the Mm. last crusade it is yeah that's where they started off they were in arches they went to all the national parks and filmed there but not all of them i mean not all of them but they back to arches national park it is a beautiful park now Mm. there's not a lot of trees there you're not going to see a lot of Mm -mm. you know different leaves changing but in the fall time that would be amazing
1: Yeah, that's one of the ones we haven't been to in the fall, but I think would be really cool. We've been, we went in March, so that's like the shoulder season, like the opposite shoulder season. Yeah, really beautiful. Crowds weren't too bad, and there's so much free camping around it. Like if you're in a camper or a van or some sort of rig, I don't know what you're in, but there's a lot of great free BLM camping. And I remember like you could park Mm. on the BLM and pretty much like see arches like right outside. In the distance, like the rocks and the mountains, it's just it's a beautiful area. So I would say that would be a awesome place to go, and it's not far. Arches isn't far from Salt Lake City. Um, Salt Lake has beautiful col- fall colors too. We mm-hmm. have passed through there in the fall, really yeah. pretty. Colorado, we just talked about Grand or not Grand town Which one is there? Uh, Rocky, Rocky Mountain. <laughs> Rocky Mountain. Oh, jeez. So Arches, you're not going for the fall colors, but you're going for cooler days you're gonna hike because like you said there's no trees there's no protection from the sun when you're there really
0: and this is one of our favorite like travel tips that we tell people is that we love to travel in the shoulder seasons Mm -hmm. no matter where whether it is to national parks or you know tourist destinations around the world shoulder seasons you just get less crowds and the weather is more moderate Mm -hmm. you know if you time it perfectly
1: yeah all right so next up ooh, this one's close to us
0: what other national park is close to us Crater Lake National oh, no Not, na- not oh. near
1: our home. We're at right now in Oregon. Oh. Crater Lake National Park. I mean, that's another one that's like a jaunt to get out there.
0: It is, but I love Crater Lake. That was a cool one. It's very cool. And it's just, yeah, it's a big lake, but it's something special.
1: I mean, it's special because it's a
0: crater in a volcano. I mean, is it's it, so
1: cool. It, it really is.
0: No, is it the deepest lake though?
1: I think it's the deepest lake in America. Oh, let me check this. Hold on. Hang
0: on. We've got a fact check because I'm pretty oh, sure... Sh- I don't really have internet here right now.
1: Yeah. Crater Lake is the deepest lake in the United States. Okay. And the so- seventh deepest lake in the world.
0: Oh, wow. That's number seven?
1: Seventh deepest in the world. Wow. How many feet deep is it? Uh, 1,943 feet deep or 592 meters for That's everybody amazing. who's not American. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Cr- Crater Lake. Everybody should go to Crater Lake.
1: It's different. I mean... Yeah, all these parks are incredible, but Crater Lake is it's not far from Bend, which you know we love Oregon. So yeah. you, the coast is incredible in Oregon, the deserts incredible, but Crater Lake is like high in the mountains, sort of central southern Oregon, and it um yeah, you just kind of like drive up there. It gets really snowy in the winter. Like you it don't want to go in the winter. Yeah, so going up in the fall would be really pretty with the trees. It's yeah. very high up in the desert, like I think that'd be really cool because it does get hot. It gets really hot and really yeah. cold because yeah. it's the a desert.
0: That would be a beautiful setting. So if you can make it to Crater Lake, do it in the fall. Yeah,
1: that would be beautiful. That's why I put it on there. Like We haven't been there in the fall, but i that's when I would really love to visit.
0: Yeah. You've got a good list going on, Sarah. I
1: do, don't I? I put some time into this. All right. Mount Rainier National Park. Yes,
0: 100%. And we have been there in the fall. Love it in the fall. And it... Mount Rainier, our last visit to Mount Rainier was our best visit ever to that park. It was just, it was fantastic.
1: We love Mount Rainier. I mean, we did live in Seattle for a couple of years and seeing Mount Rainier, whenever it come out of the clouds, like it never got old seeing it just dominate the sky. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's the most glaciated peak in the lower 48 i mean it's stunning it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's magnificent looking i mean it's so snow-capped all and, the
0: time it's and even if it's cloudy the way that the clouds interact with the mountain so you could be in seattle and you're you don't see this mountain at mm-hmm. all and then you get closer and closer to the park and you get on the mountain and then all of a sudden you see how the clouds interact and it's just it's breathtaking it's it so, is really beautiful. so cool
1: yeah we like it and it's experiencing the park from like the sunrise entrance, and what's the uh, paradise? Mm-hmm. There's two entrances you can kind of go up to Mount Rainier. There's sunrise, which is like on the, I want to say northeast side of the park. And the other one's like on the southwest or something, but totally different feels. Like the southern side, we were there in the fall. Like sunrise was sunny, and yeah. then we went to paradise <laughs> that day, and it was it was foggy. Par- it was paradise rainy. though. <laughs> it was really quiet. <laughs> yeah, it was. But the woods were really dense heading in from that side. So totally different feels. Going from different sides of the park, but Mount Rainier in the fall with the like, um, I don't even remember like leaves changing on trees. I guess they were, but I remember like the the covering on the ground, you know, like the little mm. bushes and stuff. Like they were vibrant red.
0: They were really The pretty. bushes were vi- vibrant red. Do you remember that chipmunk?
1: It scared the pee out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: This chipmunk. Okay.
1: It, we also saw this chipmunk right after we saw a bear in our path. Like, yeah, so oh, we were on edge a little bit. Yeah.
0: We had just we saw a bear and people were taking photos of the bear and we're like no we're not going to take photos we're just going to walk away from the bear because we don't want to become food and we're walking down this pathway and this chipmunk <laughs> jumps out and it it just like put its arms in the sky like wah like <laughs> boo and then it ran away and both Sarah and I screamed we screamed bloody murder like it was just <laughs>
1: Why we did. I don't
0: know why we were so scared. I don't know
1: why. It wasn't, it was so funny because it was like he came out of the bushes and he was ha. Yeah. I don't know. It was so funny. (laughs) That little chipmunk. It's funny we still think about him.
0: I do. It was a couple years ago. I think about that chipmunk.
1: Mount Rainier is really cool and it's really beautiful in the fall. And that actually is really close to the next one I put on the list. Mm. North Cascades
0: National Park. Oh. Oh, I love North Cascades. North of So there's three. Really big national parks mm-hmm. within the state of Washington. You have Mount Rainier, mm-hmm. you have the Olympic Peninsula, or, um, or the Olympic National Park, mm-hmm. and then you have Cascades and I North fe- Cascades. North Cascades, yeah. and I feel like everyone sleeps on North Cascades. it's <laughs> beautiful. Like <laughs> I <feel>, I, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so underrated. It it, it,
1: yeah. It, Sorry it, to be No, you.
0: you didn't. No, I'm just it. Everybody that we talk to, they're like, oh, I went to Mount Rainier. Oh, I went to the peninsula. Oh, that's great. Both are great. They're beautiful. But North Cascades, that, I mean, you're right against Canada. I mean, you're close to Canada, yeah. Very close to Canada. And it's not that far from Seattle.
1: It's a, it's a couple hours. It's farther than Rainier. Rainier gets busier because sure. it is closest to Seattle. And it's really close to Portland, too. Yeah. So you get a lot of city people coming in there, Yeah, which is fine. I'd say avoid it on the weekend if you can. But North Cascades... It's close to Vancouver, actually. Vancouver is a cool city. We're not going to talk about that in this podcast, but Vancouver is awesome. So you could even go to North Cascades if you're in Vancouver or Seattle, Mm -hmm. but it's, they call it the Alps of America because the the mountains are real jagged. You've got these really Gatorade blue lakes. It's so pleasant. The crowds are pretty light. Yeah. It's just, it's a wonderful park. You can take highway, highway 20. I think it's highway 20 that goes through North Cascades. Great cycling route too. Mm -hmm. I've, Always, always, always wanted to bike that, but every time we've been through there with our bikes, it's either been like a thousand degrees, we're in a hurry, or it's still closed for the winter Mm -hmm. because they close that route in the winter time. But if you can go, fall the colors up in that area of Washington are gorgeous. I think the colors against that Gatorade blue lake. What is it, Lake Diablo?
0: Yeah, like Diablo. Oh
1: man, that'd be beautiful.
0: Yeah, no, that's a actually we've been there in the fall, so it is really nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know it's really nice. I've been there. (laughs)
0: It's really nice. It it is such a a nice park. All right. Next one.
1: My personal favorite.
0: Oh, I already know this. What? Glacier. Glacier National Park.
1: I love glacier. I do. I think it's... Hmm. Yes, there are mountains that are equally as beautiful as glacier and other parts of the world, like Switzerland, or even more beautiful, but... Mm -hmm. Part of what makes Glacier and many of U.S.'s national parks so incredible. There's this fly that's flying around me. It's driving me crazy. So part of what makes Glacier so incredible to me is that it is so remote. Mm. I mean, it's definitely been built up over the years, but it Montana is so special to me because it is this vast wilderness that just feels so, not as untamed as Alaska, but it is just. I feel like you can truly get lost out there. Yeah. Still, I love Montana. Like I love Mont or Washington, Idaho, Oregon. Like each of those places is so special to me. But there is something about Montana that I remember going there ten years ago for the first time, and I think I about cried. I may have cried because I loved it so much. I was like, I love this place. I'm going to move here one day. And then I finally went to Glacier a few years later. That was the f- that we went there for our one year anniversary when we lived in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with it. So Glacier in the fall is awesome. We were there. Couple years ago in late September. So not Mm -hmm. quite October. Yeah. But the leaves were turning.
0: It was perfect. Mm -hmm. It was perfect. I would say if you're going to Glacier in October, go early. That's a good point. You're gonna go to
1: Glacier in October. Go early October.
0: Go early October because when we went in late September, we timed it perfect. Mm. Because I think it was about three weeks later, they had their first snowfall.
1: They can get snow in September. Like it it happens early. Um Peak season in Glacier is really short. Those mountains get some crazy weather. I say crazy a lot there, but Glacier, I could go on about Glacier forever. Totally worth the trip up it's, there.
0: Yeah, we named our second van Sunny after going after the going to the Sun Road. Yeah, and we we love it. It's a park that you need to go to no matter what time of year. Probably yeah. maybe not in the dead of winter, but you I know. don't
1: know if you're cross country skiers and snowshoers, you can go do those things in yeah. Glacier. There's yeah. very like no amenities open. I think maybe the visitor center is open. That's yeah, it.
0: Yeah, But it's it's close to Kalispell or uh, Whitefish, Whitefish, Montana. I'm not that
1: far from Calgary and Banff either.
0: No, so you could actually go up to Glacier and then go up to Banff, Calgary, and yeah. I mean you can make a whole big trip out of it.
1: That'd be beautiful. Banff is awesome. So is Jasper. Yeah. Man, but that then, whole Rocky Mountain section is just awesome.
0: It is. But Banff isn't a part of the United States, so it can't be on this list for this episode.
1: We have one more on this list and i have to say this is one we've never been to i cannot believe we have not been to this park we've been near it we've been so near it
0: is it in montana
1: no montana only has one no it has two because yellowstone technically, no. Yellowstone's technically two. Yeah, yeah. yeah no
0: what what park yosemite national park yosemite yes
1: and i'm saying yosemite because i feel like that is such an incredible park that even though we haven't been there personally I've seen enough pictures and I've heard from enough people that it is just so incredible yeah. that it deserves to be on this list. Because I know yeah. they get good fall colors. They do. I think it would be so beautiful to visit in the fall. I, Yosemite, like the biggest, the biggest reason we haven't like gone way out of the way to go there is just because of the crowds. Like yeah. I, that's like one of the resounding things we hear over and over is like the crowds are so bad in Yosemite. And while all national parks do get busy, like I, they are well worth battling the crowds for me to see some of these places, because they are special in their national parks for a reason. Like, you can camp for free, a lot of times, in national forests outside the national park and have it quieter, but you've got to go experience those national parks, because they are just, you're not going to get the going to the Sun Road in the national forest next door, Flathead National Forest. Yeah. Like, those are places that, that is the park for a reason, and I think Yosemite's the same way, seeing, like, El Cap and Half Dome and all those mountains. I, I would love to go there. So, Yosemite's crowds, I'm saying all that to say, Yosemite's crowds are supposed to be really crazy especially being so close to yeah. like major cities in california
0: so look we don't know where you're at and you're planning of your trips for october but if you are planning to go to a national park we do have you covered <laughs>
1: yeah and there's so many more they're awesome in october like i mean yeah these are just the ones that i was sitting there looking at the map i was like where would i want to go in october like where do i think would be best And that's what i came up with yeah. this was 14 yeah i stopped myself at 14 i could have kept going but i was like this. There's only 50-something. I can't put, like, 30-something on a 50-something list of, like, go
0: here. The best 50 national parks to visit in October, and then you leave off the two. (laughs) Like the two. Like Like, like like... Everglades. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Biscayne Bay, both in Florida. They don't have, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love going to Biscayne Bay, but, yeah, I don't want to spend the fall in in the Everglades.
1: I guess it beats the summer. <laughs> I
0: guess it does beat the summer. Yeah,
1: we were there, what, January?
0: Yeah, we were there in January. That's was, the time to go. <laughs> you, know, you want to talk about a national park, like, you think you go there and you're like, oh, I saw an alligator. And then 30 minutes after, like, after you're in the park, you're counting, like, the 500th alligator. It, it gets, you're, you're over it. You're it like, I'm a, a nuisance on the road. After yeah. That. Oh, you're another like, oh, another gator. Here it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you ever, <laughs> so when we went there, we actually drove, this is off topic, we drove from, like, miami which is on the eastern side of the park over to naples you have to drive through alligator alley that's what they call it i don't remember the highway number but yeah. it's alligator alley and if you ever want to go see alligators that's the place to do it i don't remember how many we counted that day i want to say it was well over 100 though i mean oh, we just was... after a while we're like you've got to be kidding yeah, me. yeah we stopped we're counting it was
0: just it wasn't even worth it it just wasn't it just, yeah it's florida a, is a special place florida is a special <laughs> i would place.
1: actually say don't go there in the fall because hurricane season.
0: Oh yeah. Don't That's go true. To, don't, don't go to, go to Florida. Skip yeah. out on Disney World, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. wait <laughs> just wait. So
1: I want to th- let's okay, before we close this up, let's talk about other places besides national parks that are good in the fall in the US. Okay. I think we miss sometimes that there are a lot of there's a lot of amazing like outdoor specific places that are not National Parks like we did an incredible hike with our friends Justin and Heidi uh, oh, yeah. a couple of years ago in Washington And it was really close to North Cascades National Parks, but it was not the National Park But it, yeah. it was famous for um, the larches like which mm-hmm. are turn these bright yellow kind of like Aspen's where they have this really small window of time And I, there's a certain kind of was a deciduous There's a certain term for them Anyway, they're beautiful. They turn really bright yellow and they're almost like a fir tree there and like a leaf, Mm -hmm. like they're like an evergreen, like a needle. Think of it
0: like a green or a yellow Christmas tree.
1: Kind of, yeah, but it's really bright yellow. In fact, we have a picture of me standing, and it's really not that, it's not, photo. I mean, I I colored my photos a little bit, but not like overly Photoshopped. Like it was really that bright and yellow. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous to go to these, some of these national forests have awesome places, so don't miss out. If if the crowds intimidate you or maybe they're booked up, you can't get a reservation to where you want to go, you're on a budget, consider going to a national forest. I like do some research, especially yeah. in places like Colorado and Washington that have amazing national forests next to national parks. Those yeah. could be really great options. You
0: know, another place, and then it, I don't know if it's, I think it's a state park, but it's in Kentucky, Red River Gorge in yeah. the fall. You know, I've never been there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty. Yeah. yeah. It's really pretty. So if you're in the Midwest, you know, or near Kentucky, you know, you could go to Red River Gorge. It's pretty cool.
1: So besides outdoor places, in October, there's one town that comes to mind. I think everybody's going to agree. Boston in the fall.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Leavenworth. Oh, Leavenworth. We'll <laughs> talk about that in a second.
1: <laughs> no, Boston. Boston is... We've been to Boston in the fall. I've been in the summer and in the fall and mm-hmm. in the winter. Yep. I actually love Boston. It's a really cool city. People maybe not be the friendliest. I will say that there's a stereotype for a reason. But people there... Some are very nice. Some are very it's, nice. It's, just a, it is it's not even that they're not nice people. They are very... Like, move out of my way. I have to be somewhere.
0: I'm walking here type of people. You can't walk here too kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Boston's really nice. I feel like all the Northeast in the fall is just perfect. We went
1: to... Burlington in the fall. That was really pretty. Burlington was very beautiful. Stop by and go to Ben and Jerry's.
0: Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and for those of you who haven't been to Ben and Jerry's, my favorite part to tell is that they have a graveyard of all the flavors that <laughs> did not make it. Me and too. so you can go pay your respects to the dead flavors. They ha- It's like a whole cemetery. So funny. It's really funny. So And they give out free samples.
1: At the so- end of the tour. I think the tour is like $5. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Really just view it as like a $5 ice cream cone. Yeah, yeah. So. But anyway. So yeah, New England in general. Mount Washington was really pretty. Mount Washington. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, You've got to time the weather there. You just do, perfect. man. They get the—I think it's—they get the craziest winds on Earth. Like they get hurricane-force winds on top of Mount Washington, which is in New Hampshire. Uh, Mount Washington is really cool. I mean, like you said, New England in general—we could go on forever. We spent two of our—technically, we only ever had two falls in our van mm. vans. We really haven't been, and both of them we spent in New England for the mm-hmm. most part. We really loved it up there in the fall. It's just hard to beat it. Yeah. So, yeah do a whole road trip up there uh, yeah. but you mentioned Leavenworth I Want to hop Levin- back to that
0: yeah Leavenworth here in Washington it's a Bavarian village <laughs> it's, it's real cheesy it's, it's real, real cheesy. like the McDonald's looks like a gingerbread house it's <laughs> just like what did you guys do they but do Oktoberfest, you have never Oc- been to. But. They do Oktoberfest there, so people that, and I'm sure they probably do it in Helen, Georgia as well. This is
1: better than Helen, Georgia by a long shot, I will say that. Okay. I will, like it, it is, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's quite Munich in Germany, but it is better. The mountains are really beautiful around it, like that's that is reason to go to Leavenworth alone, is that the mountains there are just so gorgeous. In fact, that hike we were just talking about that we did with our friends with the yellow larches, that was like I'm not gonna give you the trailhead name, but it was like 20 minutes from Leavenworth. Super close minutes. to Leavenworth. It was so close. Yeah. So yeah. great places in Leavenworth to go hiking, get a good beer afterwards. That's like the yeah. best part of going hiking in the area is you can you're yeah. guaranteed a pretzel and a beer afterwards.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so October is coming up fast. So we have another month. You know, we're a month and a half before October's here. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're we're excited what this fall brings to us and our adventures, and we're excited to where you're going to go wherever you're in your adventures and i'm sure we have missed a million places we always do there's too many places there's too many places oh but-
1: can we mention we mentioned new england if you're gonna go to new york i meant to say this a second ago just cut this into the right conversation but apple cider donuts
0: oh or yeah. apple yeah cider yeah. donuts cider a huge donut. thing in new york our friend yeah. aaron
1: introduced us to those chris has given me the let's wrap it up right. kind of finger under the table he's over here just Let's yeah, we go. got to
0: wrap it up because our memory <laughs> cards on our camera are getting full. So we're, uh, but yeah, we're super excited for this October mm-hmm. and whatever the fall has in store for us and for you. Yeah, and um, we appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you don't mind, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us out so much. I and- know it.
1: Does. I know we say that, and I don't like being those people for re- begging for reviews or thumbs up. But like one review genuinely helps us surface on Spotify or iTunes. Like yeah. it, we have had. We've gotten the first comments of like, hey, I've never heard of you guys before on Instagram or YouTube, but I just discovered your podcast, which is really weird to us. But I mean, seriously, like when you review, if we get one or two reviews in a week, it puts us in the charts again. Like it's really important. So um, yeah, if you haven't already rated or reviewed on Spotify or iTunes or do both. Yeah. And go
0: subscribe to the new YouTube channel. Yeah, please go subscribe to the new YouTube channel. We'll put all the links down below, including the blog post that Sarah wrote. It's really well done and it has a lot more details that we couldn't cover here on the podcast. um, But hopefully it'll help you plan your October trips to any national park.
1: Yeah. All right, y'all. Cool. Have a good rest of your week. Thanks for listening to What No One Tells You with Chris and Sarah. If you have a comment or question that you want answered on the air, be sure to send us a message to hello at com, or you can call or text our phone number at 423-825-9572. Thanks for listening.